Hello friends, today's episode will provide information about suicide to break the stigma about this public health issue as well as mental health conditions. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Insight Podcast where we address human experience and behavior from a non-judgmental and genuine perspective. My goal is to help listeners gain insight and break the stigma of mental health because awareness begins the process of change. I'm your host, Erica Kreider. Hello friends, I'm so happy to be speaking with you today. I hope you're having a great day, and if you're not, that's okay too. It's my hope that at the end of this episode, you walk away more knowledgeable about the facts of suicide so that a life can be saved by encouraging people at risk to seek help. According to the Centers of Disease Control, suicide is the 11th leading cause of death in the U.S. To quantify that, in 2021, a little over 48,000 Americans died by suicide, and approximately 1.7 million suicide attempts also occurred in that same year. Suicide affects all races and gender. However, according to the research, the second highest rates of suicide by race and ethnicity are among American Indians and Alaskan Natives. Friends, this is a real public health issue. But there is hope. Suicide can be prevented. While there is no single cause of suicide, suicide often occurs when stressors and health issues become so overwhelming that it can create feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. Depression is the most common condition associated with suicide, but other conditions such as anxiety and substance abuse can increase this risk as well. This is why it's so important to manage mental health conditions by working with mental health professionals, engaging in self-care activities, and staying connected to family and community as support. Now, the risk factors I'm about to share are characteristics that increase the chances of a person who may try to take their lives. Like I mentioned earlier, mental health conditions such as depression, anxiety, Substance use problems, bipolar disorder, and schizophrenia are risk factors. Another risk factor includes people with serious physical health conditions, including chronic pain. Other risk factors include access to lethal means such as firearms or drugs. One statistic I forgot to mention, friends, is that over half of the suicides occurred due to firearms. Someone who has had a major life event like divorce or financial issues or loss are also at risk. Another one is exposure to another person's suicide. Now, there is a myth and fear that talking to someone who is at risk about suicide will encourage them to take their life, but research shows that this is not the case. What I mean by exposure is graphic or sensationalized accounts of suicide that may appear on social media or the news. The American Foundation of Suicide Prevention 
has a great resource on safe reporting guidelines aimed at increasing help-seeking behaviors. Now, there are also protective factors that can reduce the risk of suicide. And protective factors are things that you want to do more of, you want to nurture, and you want to prioritize in your life. So these are things such as access to mental health care, family and community support, problem solving and coping skills, limiting access to lethal means, and cultural and religious beliefs that discourage suicidal behavior or create a strong sense of purpose. If you notice warning signs such as marked changes in behavior or the individual starts talking more about death, there are ways you can start a conversation with your loved one to help them get the assistance they need. But it's important to really listen, be compassionate, don't criticize them, and really let them know that you are there to support them. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention also has great resources and conversation starters you can use to have this life-saving conversation. The American Foundation of Suicide Prevention also hosts events and webinars aimed at providing the public the facts of suicide and ways you can support someone at risk. They also have events for those who have lost loved ones. You can find and sign up for these events and training courses on their website at afsp.org. If you or someone you know is experiencing a crisis, then call or text 988 or text TALK to 741741. For veterans and their loved ones, they can call 988, then press 1, or text 838-255. Friends, I wanted to do something different and end this episode with prayer um, because my faith is something that is a protective factor for me. And even if you are someone who may not think of yourself as religious or spiritual, I hope that these words still can fill you with a sense of peace. Dear loving Lord, I am feeling stress. I am worried. Too many things occupy my mind. And I come to you, Lord, to ask you for your help. Show me, Lord, your order and your plans are eternal. Let me trust in your will alone. Your word tells me where there is love, there is no fear. Let me be filled with your love, the perfect love that tells me I am not condemned, but I am saved. I can do all things through you. You strengthen me. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, I hope you found this information helpful. And if you know someone else who could benefit from this information as well, please share this episode with them. If you'd like to learn more about mental health topics or recommend a topic for a future episode, contact me at connect at humanfreely.com or visit my website at www.humanfreely.com. 
You can also ask a question for a future podcast episode. I would love to hear from you. Any reference to resources can be found in the show notes. Stay blessed. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mental Health Insight with Erica Kreider podcast and allowing me the space to connect with you. Please visit my page at podcast.ericakreider.com. That's E-R-I-C-A-K-R-I-D-E-R to access the show notes page. And remember, you are worthy. You are loved. You are not alone. Stay blessed. Thank you.